listening to From the Friars, the podcast of the community of Franciscan Friars of the Renewal, headquartered in the Bronx, New York. May the Lord give you his peace. This is going to be one of those homilies. Yeah. Um, So from Romans 9, St. Paul says something really, really interesting. I wish that I myself could be cut off from Christ for the sake of my people. And um, that's that's kind of strong. You know, he's saying like his love for his people is so strong that he himself would be willing to be damned if that's what it took for them to be saved. And uh, praying over that passage, it kind of came to me that this is Saint. This is a moment where we see St. Paul has become like Christ. He has been conformed to Christ. This is actually what God himself did in Christ, right? The soteriology, the theology of how Jesus is the Savior, how he saved us, how he redeemed us. It's a very rich and deep topic, uh, really worth chewing on and praying about. And um, there are a number of passages in the scriptures that refer to God himself kind of paying the price. God himself taking the curse of the covenant upon himself. Um, You have the rainbow, right, which is a bow that's drawn to shoot an arrow, but it's God's pointing it up at himself. Um, The church fathers saw that as a prefigurement of Christ on the cross. Um, You have Genesis 22, where Abraham's going to sacrifice his son Isaac. God tells him, don't sacrifice your only son. And then Abraham says, God himself will provide. And then there's the ram caught in the thickets, which is uh, the church fathers saw as an image of Christ crowned with thorns. And uh, now that we know the rest of the story, because of Jesus' death on the cross, We could almost say, God tells Abraham, don't sacrifice your only son. I'm going to sacrifice my only son. See, these are mysterious things. um, That that, uh, the heart of God is uh, so radically in love with everyone. (laughs) He he himself, you you almost get the sense... And again, these are mysterious things, but you get the sense that God himself is saying that I I would be willing to be damned. I would be willing to take the curse of the covenant upon myself. I would be willing to be cut off. I would be willing to be, to die that you may live, you know? Wow. Wow. Um, This, this is um, mysterious. You know, what is God like? This God is, is love and, um, but this love of God is so mysterious. It, um, Jesus says, I will reject no one who comes to me. There's this radical openness. Um, that. Um, so, uh, so let's draw some conclusions from that. Um, there, there are seven places in the catechism that uses the word attuned. And two of them have to do with Abraham. That Abraham's heart was attuned with the mercy of God. Look it up. And um, I love the word attuned. It's similar to the word accord. It has to do with two hearts being unified. 
and it's an image taken from like a harp or a guitar, and the strings are tuned correctly. They play a chord, which the word chord, C-H-O-R-D, is related to a chord and a tune. They're related to one another. That, um, brothers, growing in holiness, growing in conformity to Christ, that we, we, be, we become attuned to God's own heart. You know, that we need to have the dispositions of Christ. We need to acquire the heart of mercy that we would have a radical openness to others. I, I think that this might be what's going on with Pope Francis that's a little hard to understand sometimes, that, you know, this radical openness to others. Um, I want to draw an, an, an example, but I want to preface my example by saying that what I'm about to say is not connected to any confession I've actually heard, so I'm making this up, okay? But you can imagine yourself as a priest. You may be in a situation where um, a person comes in, let's say like a wife, and says, you know, my husband was a jerk and he hurt me. And you're there ministering mercy to her as she's struggling to forgive. You know, and, um, and then she leaves the confessional and then the husband comes in after her and he confesses, I've been a jerk to my wife. And now you're ministering God's mercy to him. Um, you're, it's this idea of kind of like both, you know, like the victim and the perpetrator. Um, this is what it means to acquire the heart of God, this radical openness um, that uh, we, if we become like Christ, that we, we will be this way. We, we don't want anyone to be damned. We don't want anybody to be cut off. Like no matter who a person is, no matter what they've done, no matter what the sin we have an attitude and an approach of love, of mercy, of forgiveness. Now, having said that, that doesn't mean anything goes. So in God, his love is expressed in both his justice and his mercy. I was thinking of justice and mercy as like two strings together, that in God, justice and mercy are in harmony. They are, you know, they're not out of, they're not discordant. Um, that's a para- that's an impenetrable paradox right there. Um, so uh, yesterday we had issued a call over the internet. Uh, if anybody wants to submit names of deceased um, later on in the evening, I would be glad to offer a mass for all the holy souls. Well, I went to check the internet last night. You know we don't not having the internet here, and it was overwhelming to see the names pouring in from all over the world. So I waited till like 1140. And then uh, there was just thousands and thousands and thousands and thousands of names from all over the world, all kinds of different. You could tell, oh, those are Polish names or, oh, those are Spanish names or whatever. So just before the stroke of midnight last night, here in our chapel, I was was able to offer the Holy Mass for the repose of the souls of purgatory and all these names that I gathered from people who submitted them through all the different platforms. And it was such a profound and moving experience of God's love and God's mercy that these souls who are in purgatory, who are saved, but they're being purified so they can come into the presence of the one who is love itself. And uh, it was beautiful. And I was confronted 
with my own lack of mercy, my own lack of openness, my own, you know, my own lack of, I'm not like St. Paul. St. Paul who says, I would be willing to be damned if that's what it took for the salvation of the ones I love. And uh, so brothers, forgive me for saying this to you so many times. This is the quality you need to acquire to be good priests in your formation. You know, this radical openness, this radical love, this radical desire for the salvation of others, even to the point of being willing to sacrifice yourself. And um, I think this is maybe the the dynamic of the meaning of our vows. I'm not going to get into that. But um, so let's pray for that grace like Abraham to have a heart attuned to the mercy of God, to be conformed to Christ, to, to be radically open, radically loving, radically mercy for the salvation of the world. And uh, we pray for that grace this day. Amen. We hope you've enjoyed listening. Please visit us on our website, franciscanfriars.com, or follow us on social media, CFR underscore Franciscans. God bless you.